Hello, dreamers. If you haven't yet, go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at livingthedream506. But most importantly, keep listening and let me know what you think. This episode of Living the Dream is brought to you by AMW Group. AMW has the right tools to help you build your music career one step at a time. Get your song to the audience it deserves with AMW's Spotify playlist promotion service and work with AMW's experts to get your music heard. Check out their services by visiting bit.ly slash livingthedream10 and get a special 10% discount to their music promotion services by using coupon code AMW10. My guest today you may know from the hit TV show The Launch. His story is fascinating and I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm T. Thomason and I'm living the dream. Living the dream. So I'm here with T. Thomason at uh, Cavendish Beach Music Festival. Uh, you just got off stage. How was that? Uh, how was that performance? Oh, that was so fun. Yeah, I uh, as soon as I said, you know, from the Maritimes, from Nova Scotia and stuff, you just felt the crowd like, yeah. you know, there's a big cheer that went up, and it's it's really nice to be in the Maritimes and to feel at home. So it's it, it was a, a great show. So how did you get your start in music? Oh wow. Um, well, my family is really um, artistic and musical, and both my parents are actors and writers and directors. And, oh, really? Yeah, and so I just was always singing and always making up songs. And um, when I was like 14, um, a friend of my parents heard me and said, "Oh, well, we have a friend who is a producer," and we linked up and did this first record of mine. You know, it's 10 years old this year, actually. Oh, wow. um, yeah, and it was sort of just a fun project, but it just kickstarted this whole career. Yeah. Yeah. So I read that you were featured on, like, one of your songs was featured on Degrassi. Is yeah, that true? yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, a couple of them um, were on Degrassi. And I was in high school when that happened, actually. So that was, like, pretty cool. I had some friends over, all sat around and watched the episode of Degrassi. Yeah, and... That's insane. <laughs> yeah. How did that feel? Cool. Like, really? Like, oh, it was surreal, you know, to, like, be watching TV and then suddenly you're like, oh, that's my voice, like, yeah. coming through. And Especially at a young age. Yeah, yeah, at such a young age when we watched Degrassi anyway all the time yeah. and would go and, like, look up the soundtrack and stuff. So that was, it was really neat to be in that situation. So how long after that were you on the launch? Oh, that was, that would have been almost 10 years ago. The Degrassi thing would have been almost, like, maybe about eight years ago. And the yep. launch was just this past year or so. Yeah, there's a good, like, seven or eight years between the two. So between the two, what did you do? Like, how did you further your career in that time? Yeah. Well, I put out um, two more records after that first one, and then I took a little bit of time off. I needed to kind of, like, figure out my my life and my music and stuff and actually switched up my music quite a bit and um, went through testosterone hormone therapy and started using male pronouns and just, like, changed, you know, my life. And then the sound of my music and everything kind of changed as well. So I'm kind of coming back to it and being on the launch as almost like a new artist, which is really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So how did that transition affect your experience with music and, and being a musician in general yeah i mean i think 
you know, I had to relearn how to sing, and that was quite intimidating because the kind of general understanding around testosterone hormone therapy is that you won't be able to sing right. if you take it. Um, and that's some people's experience, but it's not everybody's experience. So I was, I couldn't find a lot of resources about that, and um, that was a bit nerve-wracking. So, yeah, that was like, you know, I really had to center my medical transition around my voice, mm-hmm. um, which is different than how most people do it, I think. And um, it was really worth it. You know, I'm really happy with how long of a process was it. It's ongoing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, it's different for everybody, but um, you can continue to take testosterone for your whole life. Um, Some people stop or whatever. It's just different for everybody. But, uh, yeah, like, it's just an ongoing thing, and you kind of do your check-ins, and you up your dose, you know, based on your blood work and all that boring stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you haven't had any adverse reactions with it in your singing voice? Yeah, no, it's, I've been really lucky. Like, I worked with an amazing vocal coach in uh, Toronto who had worked with um, a friend of mine who had gone through the same thing, and he recommended me to her. Um, And yeah, she just knows what she's doing, and she's used to kind of, um, well, she's open to it, you know? Like, she's open to uh, figuring it out, and she was just very reassuring, which is what I needed, I think, at that time.
you feel any pushback from the industry or any discrimination at all when going through that process? Not late. I, you know, I think my situation is really specific. Like I am, you know, I, when I come in back to the industry, I'm passing as like a cis white man. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think there's a lot of trans people who that's not their experience. Um, so I was really lucky and, you know, you know, kind of, to be honest, I'm, I'm reaping the benefits of that privilege, but, um, trying to kind of be aware of that as much as possible as well. So, um, I think it was, you know, there's always little bumps and there's people who don't understand and it is what it is, but I think, uh, we're, we're in a time right now where we're pretty lucky where we're at in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. And it, like the music industry itself is pretty open-minded and yeah. supportive. Yeah. Especially sure. the fan base, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the thing. You find your fan base and they will, they will always like lift you up and support you. That's, yeah. that's a big part of it. Absolutely. Um, I also read that you performed at the same event as Gord Downey. Yeah, yeah, I opened for... Can you for, talk about that? Yeah, yeah, um, that was, uh, must have been like 2014 when Gord was playing with the Sadies. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, and uh, we opened for him um, in the summer or at one point in Sarnia. And, uh, yeah, he was he was amazing. He was such a generous and lovely man. Were you able to meet him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, oh, wow. we took a picture together. Very brief, but yeah. he was really, like, he watched the set, and he was really kind about it. So, yeah. Yeah, it was a, I was in one of his music videos, actually, way back in the day. What video? Yeah. Oh, God. Ah. Like with the hip? I think it's called the 12th Fret or something. It's not a hip song. It's a Gord, like... Like, solo project. Solo yeah. thing, yeah. And uh, he's, like... It's this kind of black light video and he's like talking about digging for worms and there's this little kid voiceover at the top in a British accent and that's me. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we can get a clip of that. And I'm sure. I think it's called the, the 12th fret. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah, Gord Downey, the 12th fret. Daddy, we can see you on the video. It's Lillian, Daddy. It's working. Check it out. The song's called 11th fret. Yeah, that's awesome. How does it feel to be mentioned even like in a sentence or on the same bill as an artist such as Gord? It's amazing. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, it's, it's... Exactly what I think it would be, right? Yeah, it's, it makes you realize, like, what an amazing industry we have in Canada and, like, the legends that come out of it, but yet it's still, like, so small in a weird way, like, that you can end up in those situations as an upcoming artist, and I think that we're so, so lucky yeah. for that because there's so much to learn from those people, and, and um, yeah, like, that was... I've, I've been very lucky. Absolutely. That's really cool. So you have a new single out called Pleasure. That's right. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I'm really excited about Pleasure. It came out on July 3rd, and it's everywhere. Uh, you can download it, stream it, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, all the places. Um, and I'm super pumped about it. It's really summery, really, like, boppy, kind of over-the-top and silly at some points, but I think that's kind of what summer's about, so... <laughs> well, so what I found about it, like, we're here at Cavendish Beach, and it's a country music festival, yeah. but I found your music is very poppy and almost borderline electronic pop. Like, oh, sweet. Like, and it's more catchy and not so much in the country genre, in my no, opinion. No, yeah, no, 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 so it's definitely not. Do you find, like, is that what you're going for? Yeah, is totally. That, is that what you listen to? Yeah, totally, yeah. I love pop music. Um, yeah, it's funny, with this single, we've had people be, like, make a lot of Katy Perry comparisons. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, really surprising to me, but I'm like, okay, cool. But actually, you know what? There's a there's a little surprise instrument that comes in at the end of Pleasure, and that was totally inspired by a Katy Perry song, so that actually is actually making sense to me now but uh, i'm like all oh, right true i like ripped katie perry off right right oh yeah Whatever forgot works. about that lake day babe 
But uh, I do, I love pop music and I like like dark pop, like love Troy Sivan, love Halsey, um, stuff that's like well written, you know, and like Absolutely. the songs are still very well crafted. The stories are important. The lyrics are important, but then there's great production, catchy production around it. Like that's, that's totally uh, yeah. what I'm into. Well, yeah. it definitely has that. 
Um, so does that mean there's a new album in the works or on the way? Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm turning 25 in September, and I kind of thought it might be a great birthday present to myself to give myself an album. <laughs> so, Quarter century album? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, there's, there's some, something in the works for September, for sure. Awesome. So for the rest of the summer and the rest of the year, what do you have planned for touring and yeah, things like that? Yeah, well, uh, for the rest of the summer, it's a lot of festival dates around the East Coast, which I'm super excited about. They're all uh, on my Facebook and on my website. Um, if you want to check them out. Um, What's the website? The website is t-thomason.com, or you can find me on Facebook just as t-thomason. Okay. Yeah, and um, that'll be great. And then uh, in September and in the fall, heading back, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And in September and the fall, I'm uh, heading back to Europe and playing some festivals and some dates back over in the UK. Awesome. France, yeah. I feel like that'll be a good place for your style and your genre. Thank you. Especially, yeah, like European... Like the electronic pop, I yeah. think that'll be warmly welcomed. Yeah, thank you so much. I was there in May and, and it went really well, so I'm excited to get back. Nice. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Little dream.